Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM is brought to you by the organizational team, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be possible. And now, on to the episode. Welcome to Snide's Return, a tabletop roleplay interview and actual play podcast. We have the honor of taking part in the International Podcast Month and are joined today by some amazing guests from across the podcast community. Uh, please, may I introduce uh, Nordin? Uh, tell us where we can find you and uh, a little bit about yourself, please. Of course. Uh, hi, my name is Nordin Ali. My pronouns are he, him, and uh, you can find me online on the interwebs at Werewolf Feels, Twitter, Instagram, and the like. A uh, couple things about myself. Oof. Always the most difficult question that I'm somehow forever asked and completely unprepared for. Uh, <laughs> I'm a tabletop writer, uh, cultural consultant, sensitivity consultant, voice actor, actor, player, podcaster. Uh, so where can you find me in terms of the, the podcasting? Um, I There's actually a full podcast, uh, 20 episodes of Missing Any Lee out now. If you want to listen to me playing a horror uh, tabletop game uh, of Fear Itself. Uh, it's a really, really fun game that we had a great time um, recording, and it's over. So you can listen to the whole thing and not worry about what happens next. Once you've finished, that is. You're going to be worrying about what happens next the entire time. I'm sorry. And the um, uh, other things, I'm part of the Musakers podcast, and uh, we're we're working some on some stuff for season two, so that's exciting. And I'm also part of uh, Ritual 6, where I play Theta, who's uh, honestly a bit of a jerk. <laughs> all right well thank you very much we'll we'll not uh, hang on the, the the bit of a jerk for too long uh velvet uh t- please tell us a little bit about yourself and where people can find you absolutely uh thank you all for having me i'm velvet divine i used to pay for pronouns you can find me pretty much everywhere on the interwebs at og brown sugar uh, a little about me i am a diablo enthusiast and unseelie wunderkind please address me as such i'm an actor voice artist writer and variety streamer uh, when I'm not doing those, you can find me on some actual play podcast or TTRPG streams. All right. And lastly, for this uh, this game, uh, Cole, please. Hi, uh, my name is Cole Burkhart. I am the writer, creator, producer, uh, lead of Ritual Six, a fantasy horror thriller uh, that uh, Norton Ali has has so graciously lent his voice <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at King Cole Miner, and you can find the list of everything that I do on my website at colbercart.card.co. That's card with two R's. Uh, I am a writer, voice actor, sensitivity consultant, um, sound designer, uh, producer. I do a lot. Um, go check out my website. There are links to everything that you can find me in, uh, such as shows like Moonbase Theta Out uh, and a couple other fun ones that are coming up soon. Thanks. Exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we will be playing the John Harper and Sean Nittner game, Aegon. Let us begin. In the mists of ancient time, a poet sings of great deeds wrought by mighty heroes, of monsters slain and justice restored of wise counsel and devious strategies, of courage, valour, and daring, defiant of the gods themselves. In Aegon, you create these heroes, crafting their epic tale into an immortal legend. On their way back home from war, 
a band of heroes, our band of heroes, have become lost among strange islands populated by mythical creatures, dangerous villains, legendary kingdoms, and desperate, desperate people, each are entangled in strife and at the mercy of the capricious gods. It falls to you, our band of heroes, uh, and epic heroes of this age, to seize this opportunity for greatness, to set things right in these lost lands and overcome the trials of the gods, monsters, and mortals. Prove the glory of your name and win your way back home. It has indeed been a torturous trip back from, from war. The crew of uh, the ship that has ferried you from various uh, battle site to battle site now edges ever closer to your homeland. But the crew of, of the ship, though dedicated, their captain, uh, Ulysses, has sought to give you every comfort afforded to those of your stature. But the crew, now at sea for long periods of time, close confines, limited rations, have become tired, fraught and distraught with each other. Tensions of frayed and swirlings of discontent have rippled among the crew. It is while you are resting below the deck of this rather simply appointed ship, the captain has sent uh, their first down to retrieve you. Up on the deck, there is seemingly a, a brawl has broken out. No one is, is giving any quarter. It could all end in disaster. Who among you would step forward to to quell such a, a rebellious act? <laughs> I mean... I wouldn't twell it, but I'd probably be a part of it already. <laughs> <laughs> the name's Thatched and Twitchstep. You can call me Thatch. I'm, well, a bit of a fighter, a bit of a brawler, uh, and would probably be in the fray or may have had some hand in causing it. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Uh, who else would seek to, to take on this challenge? I feel like it's only fair that... Uh... <laughs> That Callus, the Bloodlimbed, would be the one uh, to t would be the one to also take up this challenge. Um, you can call me Callus, which is my name. You don't need to shorten it. <laughs> nice. Uh -huh. All right. <laughs> and would any other hero look to seek glory for reference? The glory available in this challenge to quell this crew to bring them back to heal, so that you can continue your journey home is for nine points of glory, not an insignificant sum. Uh, I, I would love to join in. And you are? Uh, I am Andrula, the many Wade. All right. As, as you are led up onto deck and you can see across as the mists around you sort of swirl and seem to close in, almost supernatural in their, in their movement as they sort of move in around the ship, the crew uh, have allowed the ship to drift, the captain struggling to, to take control of this insightful incident. And uh, there are people sort of being threatened to be thrown overboard. <laughs> There's sort of hand-to-hand -hand combat. There's people swinging sort of heavy bits of rope around. So how I feel, well, I would say this would be a... Well, how would each of you like to solve this um, situation? I think I would... I think, like, 
I just like physically try and stop folks of like if I see fights breaking out, I will um stand between them and or um like try and push them apart or or give give them each some space to not be up in each other's faces just by being a, a massive muscle and limbs so uh what i would like from each of you that that uh, are wishing to take part is we'll follow the the structure of the rules so you are to announce who you are what domain you want to use so you speak your name any epithet you have chosen name a domain and then gather your dice pool. Uh, um i am faxton quit uh i am the oh hold on is it it's uh epithet name and then um i am i think the two are interchangeable yeah. okay great i am thatston quitstep the thick limbed i choose blood and valor <laughs> all right nice uh and i have yeah. zero idea what kind of dice i need to use so on your sheet you should have uh marked out your epithet which will probably be a d6 Mm -hmm. Your name, which is potentially a D six, and then your domains. Ah, uh, so uh, um, whatever you have assigned to those on your character sheet. Um, it begins at a D six. Um, that is also a D six. My favorite domain begins at a D eight, and that is my favorite domain. Um, mm. So that's a D eight. Great, and then I think that's all I roll. Cool. Um. Okay. Uh, and then do we add them together, or do you need individuals? You take the, the two highest. Okay, that was a four and an eight. So... So, Thaxton, you got a twelve. Okay, we'll keep that in mind for a second. The way this works is we work from those... We find out who's taking part, uh, we roll, and then we work from the lowest score to the highest, okay. and then divvy out. And the, the story changes as each uh, participant mm. takes their action. Cool. So, along with Thaxton or Thax, who else uh, is going to cite their name, uh, their epithet, and the domain they would choose to deal with the the ongoing situation here on the the deck of the ship? Can we, while we're here, um, discuss what the domains are and why we would maybe use one over the other? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So it it all comes down effectively to to your interpretation. Of the scene, there there will be as we get into into the impending island. At the start, uh, the domains will be dictated by the the scenario, the situation. Um, but this is just to give a feel for the for the game. Um, so, for example, so on your character sheets at the bottom, uh, it says recite your deed. So oration can be used. Uh, arts and oration can be used to say convince blood and valor is a more physical or athletic craft or reason could be used for maybe manipulating the ship's rudder for example mm -hmm. uh, or resolving spirit maybe you want to to corral them by explaining just how awesome and incredible you are and, and hopefully they'll all come into line and, and you know worship you for the heroes you are one would hope one would um, only hope of course <laughs> So, uh, Callus draws his sword. Um, the Callus, the blood limbed, I should say, draws his sword, but it isn't a fight. 
uh, I'm going to quickly glance across and see w when something like this happens, someone's at the head. So I'm going to try and use craft and reason to figure out who should I strike at first. Who would be the who would be the head of the Hydra? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So we got two fours and a two, um, which is a ten total. Uh, so you take two highest. Yeah, two highest eight, right? Okay. So the strife number was a nine. So we'll go into that in a minute. Uh, and finally, is Andrula stepping into this fray? Uh, I am indeed. I am Andrula, the many Wade, and per my epithet, I will rely on craft and reason. Okay. Please roll. I had a similar idea to. Callus, but instead of trying to, you know, either engage them physically or reason with them, I want to try to find, you know, items of value of the ringleaders and plant them on the others. All right. Okay. Let's see how well that goes. Please roll. Uh, that is a nine for me. A nine. So you match it. So you succeed. Okay. So working from lowest to bottom with the strife number being at nine, uh, with nine points of glory for your hero at stake. Callus, you fell short. Describe why, what it is that, that has caused your hero to, to just come unstuck in, in this ensuing fistfight. As Callus um, as draws his sword, um, his broad chest and um, his tall stature speaks to the threat someone like him entering a field represents. Literally, the moment he walks upon the deck... All eyes turn towards him, and caught in the fray, he is caught in the fray. He is attacked almost immediately. All right. Uh, so, as sort of the crowd sees you as this authority figure, and, and some rush over to depose you from this this moment of authority, uh, Andrula, this seems to be a, a perfect time for you to to take your action. How? What is it that you do to try and steady the ship? as it were. I think, you know, every mutiny has its ringleader or ringleaders, and I think I want to plant, you know, some obvious item of value. Everyone has, like, you know, their signature thing, uh, mm. you know, on the others or on someone else in such a way that, like, you know, them fighting over this item is going to, you know, cause their, you know, uh, sort of their followers to rethink, you know, the wisdom of their leader. All right. Moving... Uh, pretty nimbly through the through the group, you're able to spot something that uh, you've seen uh, the ringleader sort of manipulate and, and almost cherish an item uh, of of value in in your eyes, but definitely in theirs. Able to plant it, the 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 dynamic seems to shift, uh, and and there is just the, a moment of lull as this realization comes in, and it is in this moment, Thaxton, that you're able to act. Uh, I think in this like moment, the shifting, um, we see Thaxton um, like plant himself s front and center, and just in a booming voice, uh, an an almost irritated like, can we get this over with? Of just enough, and it settles over the ship. In that moment, with this change of of possession, your voice carries. There is a. A complete moment of stillness. The captain comes to your side and begins to return the deck hands and and those operating the ship 
the crew to their to their positions, there seems to be a a rippling of resentment, but everybody falls into line. Your dominance asserted. You take away uh, twelve points of glory. Uh, sorry, you take away nine points of glory as you celebrate. Cool. Uh, Andrula, you take five, and Callus, uh, you earn but a single point of glory because you were there. You turned up. <laughs> My name is included in the story because, frankly, they had to fill a certain word count. <laughs> yeah. As the crew return to their positions, the captain thanks you and sort of sets about, but it, it is almost too late. The mist has enveloped uh, almost around and, and sort of hugging the, the hull of the ship. Sight lines out to any sort of landmark become obscured. Lost, the captain relies on sort of best-known bearings and, and, and last sort of understood charts, but these strange islands you have sailed into are playing with his, his navigational knowledge. Even his trusted advisors uh, and navigators with no stars to, to guide seem to sort of have a, a slight sense of panic upon them. But as the mist recedes a little while later, the gods reveal their desires through, through some signs. Um, as you are sort of all sort of taking in sort of the, the environment and these unsteady, unstable seas, Apollo, the god of truth, his sign is a light blazing over the horizon. A warning you would know to beware of a light that shines brighter than your own. Athena, the god of wisdom, her sign is mouldering bread thrown overboard, knowing when to accept a loss. And Demeter, the goddess of customs, her sign is a ragged cloak that seems to hang in the rigging, as if a, a mourning cloth, a remembrance of those lost. As your vessel navigates narrow channels, seemingly sort of guided in to this inlet uh, of one of these islands, uh, navigates narrow, put my teeth back in, navigates narrow channels between towering walls of sheer obsidian. You quickly lose your bearings and are lost. The sailors guess at the correct direction and the correct path. Captain fraught as you turn through the maze of this sheer obsidian. But after even a few simple turnings, it's obvious that the mist that had stymied you out at sea has sort of crept in, following you in. And it has followed you here. And it is ever-pressing, making retreat seemingly impossible. The captain resides to, to what must be your fate, turns to each of you and explains that the only escape must be at the heart of this labyrinth. As the ship creeps slowly and carefully through these sheer obsidian walls, a strange song emanates that seems to sort of taunt and almost haunt you its words and an ancient and an unknown tongue so our first uh, challenge trial now you are here lost within the labyrinth is to navig navigate the labyrinth itself will you seek a path through the labyrinth with careful navigation or cunning stratagem using craft and reason against the labyrinth or 
Do you dare scale the sheer walls and survey the route from above, using blood and valour against the labyrinth? Choose your path, heroes. Someone else would like to go first. I will take <laughs> it and hopefully not fail again. <laughs> believe in Callus. the way that believe in you. God. So which path of action would you like to take on, Callus? Craft you... and reason. Craft and reason. Okay, so this is a sacred contest, and I will roll for the labyrinth mm -hmm. if you would like to. Okay. So the strife uh, for taking on the labyrinth in this manner is 11. Good lord. <laughs> wow. Keepers. Good grief. Okay, so um, I reach out and I, uh, and Callus states, Would you truly think such tricks would undo us? I am Callus the Bloodland, son of Hecate, uh, most beloved by Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing my eyes cannot see. <laughs> And uh, Look behind him, Thaxton rolls his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I don't, I don't even think Callus believes in what he's saying. I feel like this just, just like try and scare the labyrinth into submission. That's what, uh, so I'm going to take my epithet, take my name, uh, using craft and reason. So that's a D8. I am calling upon Apollo. Okay. So that's a, an additional D4. Mm. I wonder, so I can use bonds, right? If yes. I spend a bond. Because I am son of Hecate, I believe one of my bonds is literally Hecate herself. Could I call upon her? Is that possible? Um, yeah, yeah. You can try and tip the the, the numbers in your favor as, as best you can. Uh, it just, uh, whether Hecate decides to help you or not, we'll see. We will see. Mm. <laughs> okay. So work out your two highest and then add your D4 at the end. So my two highest are a six and a three, making it nine. But my D4 rolled a full four, nice. making it 13. <laughs> I think despite my, my lack of faith in myself, there is a feeling that something is bolstering me. Hurrah for that. Definitely. Is anyone else wanting to uh, either aid and assist with uh, the navigation, or maybe even scale the walls and take it on blood versus blood and valor against the labyrinth itself. The strife number will remain the same. Uh, I, I will try to out nerd the labyrinth. Mm. Please do, please do. So the, again, the strife number is eleven. Was it eleven or thirteen? Callis uh, rolled thirteen. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so uh, not quite so bombastic. I will kind of trace the. Uh, labyrinth walls and uh, you know i'll kind of uh, more mumble to myself as i trace the words into the stone of the labyrinth and i'll say i am andrula the many wade scion of athena favored of queen mother hera and i've yet to meet a puzzle i couldn't best nice please roll oof big money uh that's hold on i gotta do math that's 14 <laughs> damn nice beat me up a what <laughs> Damn, Mom. Andrula also succeeds. Uh, Thaxton? Um, okay, so 
Um, explain to me a divine favor again. If I call upon a particular god or um, that I have like both favors for, I can get an additional die. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, can I call upon one that I only have one favor with? Pretty sure you can, okay. yeah. Uh, you can spend divine favor to add... I'm just reading the rules now. You can spend a divine favor to add 1d4 to your total result. Ah, so okay. Roll oh. your dice and then, and then the d4, okay. which is so, called if you, callous. Yeah, if, if one of your gods is marked for, like, one, you can spend the divine yeah, favor, but it, that means you won't call and again. And then you're just um, done. Again. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um... I, and if you fail, there are consequences. I think... <laughs> no. I was very confident until you said that. Um, I think Fact steps forward um, and like sees everyone making their way through and uh, like wants to go and then realizes pr probably not going to be able to keep track of this labyrinth or being inside this labyrinth. So why don't I go up and over? Um, uh, and is going to, um, I think, approach the wall and place his hands upon it and go, I am fast and the thick limbed of quick step. Uh, I call upon Ares to, to give me the strength and ferocity to, to stale these walls. Um, uh, blessings be upon you. F please, uh, fire beneath my feet. Uh, and begins to climb. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, using Blood and Valor, that's the eight. That's two for my name. <laughs> that's, uh, that's an 11. And then that D4, I have to get a... Oh, that is an 11 exactly, but that D4 gives me a, um, a four on the die. So that's 15 total. 15, so you oh come out on gosh. This is why I say the dice gods will be upset if I don't do stuff. I have I have this voodoo down to a science, my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> the dice lords are cruel, but they are fair. But they are fair. All right. Working from lowest to highest. Carlos, although you are able to succeed, what contribution do you make that aids the others? <laughs> I think Apollo does hear my plea, but probably has better things to do. <laughs> Oh. However, <laughs> from the path we must travel, from the end of the labyrinth, the light shines just a little brighter, as if a second sun manifested itself beyond it. All can see it, but the sky isn't dark enough that it would be good enough on its own. Fair enough. So with Apollo's guidance, uh, Andrula, building on this, this knowledge passed on by Callis, how do you aid in maneuvering the ship? with craft and reason. I think I will just call out my insights as direction to make sure, you know, we avoid any uh, sort of trappings. All right. Nice. And uh, Thaxton Thax, using Ares as your, I don't know, uh, hop-up <laughs> Yeah, uh, as my, my, my lovely red bull um uh <laughs> i think we see thaxton just climbing just digging hands into the wall uh just climbing up and up the walls of this labyrinth and then as they get to the top 
it's bounding across the the gaps in in the the walls to get to the other side and calling down below in a like a booming voice echoed by the gods like a megaphone to lead the rest of uh the crew through um like a uh and and avoiding over like pitfalls and being very like commanding and and uh like a like a leader through a battlefield we'll connect it that way to Ares. nice nice so with each of you succeeding you are granted by me but say it's from divine favor <laughs> uh each of you uh get so glory points thanks you get 11 <laughs> so take your total up cool and julie you get six and uh because you also succeeded, uh, Kalis, you also get six. Fun fact to the audience, um, six is greater than one. <laughs> yeah. Succeed in your goals, folks. Succeed in your goals. Don't let your dreams be memes. <laughs> nice. Uh, also, because I am a benevolent uh, overseer who reads the rules, so it's not really me at all, uh, each of you gets 1d10 advantage to move into the next trial so we will move to that very shortly as Thaxton Thax you're guiding the ship as best you can through our heroes just sort of stalking this legendary labyrinth of the bull of Timisos Timisos? Timisos it's it's all Greek (laughs) in the darkness of the twisting passage will they become lost? It doesn't look that way. Will they be easy prey for the mighty creature held within? Or will you turn the tables and ambush the beast? It seems very much going in your favor at this time. But there are trials yet to overcome. With your guidance, Thaxton, the route through this maze, though seemingly opening out beyond you, is still intertwining. It takes time to navigate the ship. Days slip as the slow progression even with your guidance and Andrula and Callus, your sort of corralling and and governance of, of those on, on the deck. Days slip. Days become weeks. You seem to be crawling at almost a an aquatic snail's pace. <laughs> the ship becomes dangerously low on supplies. You must enforce strict rationing upon the crew or else slip into wanton privations. Their words, not mine. This will be a, a a trial, a test of resolve and spirit against the labyrinth itself. So I will roll up the strife number. Who of you will try and overcome and corral the crew against the ongoing effects of the labyrinth? Uh, I'll go if no one's got any ideas. I really want to hear what Thax is yeah. going to try to do next. Thax is so successful, we just stand back and let him do it. We're taking notes. I I think... Oh, bo- <laughs> okay, so, sorry, I just had an idea. Um, I think Thaxton, oh, no. like, can see and feel the growing tension on the ship. This is absolutely going to fail the more I'm talking this out loud, but Thaxton can feel the growing tension, um, and... Um, wants to figure out a a way to take uh people's minds off the the impending doom and and the um 
the almost like mystical effects of this labyrinth and decides to lead everyone in like a <laughs> training workout to keep their minds and bodies sharp as well and so they're not becoming cloudy um and would like to call on poseidon for great fortitude and strength uh and holding strong within this time um uh asking poseidon to rock the boats in ways that are a bit more soothing and shift the waters to provide steadier feet um so uh I guess that's resolve in spirit, um, which I'm not turning in, so that's a d6. Um, then calling on that will give me a plus four. Um, and then do I have anything else? No, I don't. Um, oh, and a d, uh, d10, you said, correct? Uh, 3d6, because I'm not, uh, proficient in, in, um, Resolve in spirit, and then you said we get an extra d10, correct? Um, and I want to take everyone's minds off starvation um, by leading them through, you know, just like a fun like workout exercise to keep minds and bodies sharp. So I'm gonna roll my die. Um, ooh, okay. Um, plus the d4. Uh, so that is a 9 on the d10, that's a 5 on one of the d6s, is 14, plus a 4 on that d4, uh, so 18 total. A. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna say it right now. Neither Andrula or or Callus are gonna <laughs> that number. Listen, <laughs> Just pour all our divine favor into it's it. It's a numbers game, baby. <laughs> I like min-matching characters. So what was your total, by the way? I forgot. 18. 18. Mm -hmm. 18. Yeah. Callus starts banging his foot upon the floor and clapping his hands. Uh, and then he starts singing a very old very very old tune from a far off land um because he was born far from this place and he carries his traditions with him wherever he goes look upon the sun he says the sun continues to guide us apollo smiles upon us fear not fear not tomorrow is but a day's right away and this <laughs> um i'm going to pull up my name dice I'm not pulling up my epithet. That's a choice. But why not? I got my D10. And this is arts and oration, which I only have a D6. But uh, like I well, said, you're, you're rolling for resolve and spirit. Resolve and spirit. Ah. Mm -hmm. I thought the singing would be oration. But it doesn't change anything. Same D6. And I fail. Because that's seven. Total? Wow. <laughs> Even with the, D the D10 rolled a five. Oh, so I feel like so Callus is like he's, he's called the Bloodland because he has several scars upon his legs indicating old battles, um, and the pain of it is hard to keep up a beat to. The la the different language is hard for you know the crew to to get a beat on. We'll talk about how I f failed later. <laughs> we will. We will. Andrula, are you wishing to take upon the labyrinth in a? Or more the starvation and the condition of the crew uh, through resolve and spirit against the labyrinth. Or will, f will you forego this opportunity to earn glory? At, I would never. How dare. <laughs> uh, never. I, I will address the uh, issue of starvation as uh, I'm sure we have some, you know, some ne'er-do-wells that aren't engaging in, like, the, the ship-wide calisthenics. 
and are trying to probably sneak a morsel. Uh, so I'm gonna you know kind of go around and I want to weave different like scary campfire style tales of like monsters that uh you know fetch uh sailors and crew folk that don't adhere to the you know sort of ration standard. I like this, and yet I'm also very terrified. Very terrified. <laughs> Same. So this is resolve and spirit. Okay. Uh, that's 13. You just beat the strife number. Just. But that is not the important bit. That the D10 advantage here with me. Uh, well, that's been used up now. So, as uh, Thaxton, you have continued to guide the ship, but days and weeks have passed, the crew tired, the, the ship's progress becomes slower, the rations are eased up. Callus, where is it you fall down in supporting this effort? I just confuse everyone. <laughs> Straight up. Speaking a different language. Not keeping a beat. It's... Everyone looks upon him like he's suddenly the, the 64-year-old man in the corner who will not pull up his weight. And um, Callus's heart slowly dies as he realizes that perhaps the crew is right. Perhaps there is no hope. As you ponder these deep-seated conundrums and, and feelings that I don't know. Does does Callis have emotions? I, I believe so. <laughs> I I believe you're a well-rounded character and not a husk of a of a. Studies say studies say yes. <laughs> he does have emotions. Scholars have reported yes, <laughs> and even the the captain comes and and sort of shares a the tiniest morsel of bread as weak as as he is shares just that morsel with you, Andrula. You seem to get the the better of the situation. How is it you, you sort of keep the crew fed, or or do you? As far as keeping them fed, I don't know that I uh, that I'm able to you know magic any food out of nowhere. But I think uh, I do convince them to stick to their rations, or rather, frighten them into sticking to their rations. And and of course, I, I lead by example, so it's not to seem a hypocrite. Fair, fair. So with. Callis sort of turning inward you, Andrula, sort of pushing the crew into line. Thaxton, Thax, what is is your involvement here as you you are a beacon, a beacon? Thaxton has spent the the last, like, week or so just kind of, like, nonstop, like, Carlton, like, Richard Simmons, like peppy upbeat like yeah if you're working out you can't feel hungry can't feel paid if you if you're constantly moving and just like keeping everyone to be like up and active and um like in motion so they don't have a chance to stop and think about how shitty everything is and also just being like a very positive like appearance on the ship is also i think very like encouraging to folks (laughs) 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 <laughs> I need to know, does Thax have the headband? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. Perfect. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, Thaxton, you earn 12 points of glory, Andrula 6, and Callis a measly one. one. Yeah. A morsel, a morsel of glory. Sell one piece of bread. Also, Callis, <laughs> failing to sort of overcome this inward battle, you must now pay pathos to enter contests from here on out as you are dealing with the hunger and the thirst where rations 
are stretched. The captain approaches the three of you, seeing that though two seem to have brought the crew together, one of you is weakened in that sense. Mm -hmm. And he says uh, to you as a group, there may be a way to make the rations last, but it requires a tougher choice. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to eat callous and kill Kevin. You know what? I did yes, say we'll he was brawny cows. and doesn't exactly wear armor, and I'm assuming not a shirt either, so I feel like he's he's just asking for it. He really is. He's walking around like a hot piece of beef. <laughs> Everyone's eyeing up the various cuts. The captain says, we either, we either go out slow and painful, or maybe it is time to off those who are weakest and redistribute the rations remaining oh, to stay damn. strong. We're the decimation situation. <laughs> not stuck on the Andes. Uh, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> it's all right, you're all alive. Uh, however, Thax, as, as you continue to, to use Ares to guide your step and scale the walls, checking the route, trying to guide the ship as best it can, as the crew and one of your own, I'm going to keep saying, become weaker and weaker. As you get further in, you notice more and more there are faint scratches on the walls. Each sort of section of this obsidian has has markings scratched into there. They seem to be one sort of long-lost epithets of heroes who have been lost here previous to yourselves. Again, lost or written in a language that, that seems seems unfamiliar to you. Thaxton can't read anyways, so I think he just kind of assumes it's, like, pretty decorations. The, the classic DW, this warning can't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> Fair. What, what you do notice, however, though your inability to read prevents you doing much, is that someone has intentionally come and chiseled away, almost trying to destroy these markings. Will you try and divine their names and restore them to memory? Uh, I I would love to. I I I I am viscerally and personally incensed that there's some kind of hater going around like destroying these tags. I'm not about that. Okay. Oh, I wish I hadn't joked that I can't read. <laughs> Too busy pointing the way. All right. Well, those that would like to try and restore the names of these lost, uh, you will be going up against that that haunting and and almost taunting song that has hung in your ear as you use craft and reason against the siren of the labyrinth yeah and i i don't think i would i think i might like point them out but i don't i following character uh intent all right is it a three (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if I did some adding and subtracting, I could get to a three, but this is actually a pretty strong... Uh, this, surprisingly, or unsurprisingly, is a math... Math works. Thirteen. Oh, yippee. Okay. number. So there is plenty of glory to be had if you can return memories to those who have been lost here in the labyrinth using craft and reason. For those that wish to take upon this challenge... I would love to. Says whom? I, Andrula the Many Wade, would like to use my crafts and reason, as well as call upon uh, Divine Athena 
to help uh, Divine not only, you know, these epithets, but also restore them to their rightful glory. Mm. All right. Please roll and we will check Callus's uh, decision. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That is 16. No, wait. Am I mathing nice. correctly? I, I don't know. Are you? I can't see your dice. I just have to trust no, you. No, 17. I did well. I got... Eight on the D eight, six on the a D six, and three on the D four. Somebody oh, like nice. quadra check my math. No, eight, six, and three. Eight, six, and three. Yeah. Yes. So seventeen total for Andrula. Carlos. Okay, I'll pay for it later. I uh so I checked upon the rules and I realized that if you call upon a bond, you can use someone else's name die, and if it's a god, the name die is a D twelve. Oh. So oh wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes, though. Though, by by the end, we'll by the end we'll know what we're doing. It's all good. Callus, the experienced, the blood limbed, looks upon this wall and sees the patterns interconnecting, but knows that his eyes alone won't be enough. He calls upon the god Apollo to shine the light of truth upon these words, and he call upon, calls through his mother for a bond, asking her for aid to bolster him, to help him to guide him through her magic and her skill with the arcane. So, I have 1d12 because I called upon my mommy. Hell yeah. Mommy! <laughs> we love her mommy. Uh, 1d6 for Amethyst. 1d6. I'm sorry, is, is it that time? 1d6, sorry. 1d6 for Amethyst, 1d6 for the name, 1d8 for Craft and Reason. And 1d4, because I called upon Apollo 2. I'm rolling as much dice as I possibly can right Do it. <laughs> okay. So, we got an 8 on the d12. Mm-hmm. got one 6, which already brings me up to a 14, plus 4 on the d4. Again. Eight. For once, I pull up, up front, to an 18. Noise. 18. Hey. However, because you failed to enforce the rations, you must mark pathos uh, off of your character. A mark of pathos from your character sheet. In a dramatic moment, some of the old scars can t- start to bleed again because scurvy does that to you. And he hasn't eaten properly. <laughs> Gotta keep that vitamin C going, kids. It's uh, true. So, uh, with Thax stepping well literally probably stepping on the wall helping to guide the ship slowly forward through this mist-filled labyrinth uh, you are sailing through andrula how do you help define and bring to life uh, these names once more uh, i think she'll use something similar to that method where you you take like a blank parchment and make me some charcoal to you know try to retrace what was there before like under the scribbles or scratches if that makes sense hmm. yeah like a rubbing almost. right all right so while you begin to sort of color the the obsidian in um callus andrula seems to be sort of bringing these these words this this through the scratches how is it that you bring these names back to their former glory i see the names bring uh bring bought forth from the scratches and I place my hand upon the stone, and it's almost as if um, the erosion that once affected it is undone. And those 
etchings are almost as new as the day they were scratched, lit up by the light of Apollo's sun. Yeah, that seems right. Sounds beautiful. As these names sort of draw out the, just for a moment, the repetitive and almost overbearing at times siren song lulls for a moment as these names once again have a moment to shine thanks to Apollo's light. Uh, their memories can be carried forth as uh, Anjula, as you have taken this, this sort of rubbing, this em- embossment of them. Uh, the captain seals away the scrolls to take back should you survive this labyrinth. So they may be, again, once again be celebrated for the heroes people have long forgotten. Thrax, your, your time leading uh, the ship from through the labyrinth from above seems to be drawing drawing to a close as the the center now seems to loom large just well not far from where you are the ship taking those those few last turns and as you begin to see and you look over and down into the middle of this labyrinth uh, from your elevated position the sight you see well it may make you catch your breath or or not with a siren song in your ears here in the middle of the labyrinth as you beat the ship effectively to it is a broad area of stone platforms upon the highest of these platforms a siren golden haired and shining the source of the taunting song you have heard echoing through the labyrinth uh, rings out Below, you can see, just at the angle you have able to position yourself in, prowls a massive, mass. I'm repeating it because it's dramatic, massive <laughs> warrior. The subject of heroic song. Well, we'll find out. They appear to be clad in an armor of bones with a horned skull helmet. This, Thax, is the bull of Thamissos. In one hand, he... You can clearly see he clutches a great warhammer, and the other, a tangle of adamantine chains that lead through a ring high above. These chains seem to be stretching out to each part of the labyrinth, holding aloft the very walls that you have been lost within. As you survey the scene, and the ship passes just beneath you now, gaining the, the chance to observe the scene itself, I ask each of you, Will you enter battle or enter into combat with the bull and overcome him to release the chains to free your vessel? Will you attempt subterfuge or guile to release the chains from the bull's grasp and free yourselves from the labyrinth? There are There is threat because we're going into the battle section of this of the game. The threat from the first of taking on the bull directly is that during the struggle, the adamantine chains could jerk to and fro, rumbling the labyrinth walls, potentially causing damage to yourselves and the ship. Or the siren song could worm its way into your mind, consuming you with obsession, and therefore have a negative impact upon you. Heroes, what is your action? Who will face the challenge of either the bull of Tamisos or the siren? Yeah, I'll fight a bull. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Seems about yeah, you, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think Thaxton... <laughs> just like sees it looming and just there's a fire that that sparks in in his heart 
and and no noticing the challenge um draws his weapon a um oh i didn't think of a weapon before i said draws his weapon um probably uh, some great um like club or no no probably something to just smash folks heads in with like like a big yeah like a big hammer or like a big club um no it is this gilded hammer um wait gold is soft it is this um uh great great spear iron it like is this hammer? great iron hammer with golden inlets of of swirling designs um and that jumps down from the wall onto this uh platform and lands in a iconic superhero pose um and raises uh uh himself up uh and goes i am thatched in twitch step the thick limbed i call upon hermes to uh um to to keep this bold uh this bold spirit within my heart and uh keep my my resolve strong i will take you down great bull and i will have fun doing it um so that is uh 2d6 for both my names um i called upon uh god which is d12 um and then the plus four as well yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So what mm-hmm. I will say is this is the stage of the game where it's going to break into three. So there's the initial mm-hmm. clash. So this roll effectively will earn <laughs> those of you that are successful. <laughs> maybe uh-huh. uh, an advantage, <laughs> An advantage die to take into the next phase. So this is three phases. So the first one will potentially get you advantage for right. the next stage and then there will be a finale as to yeah. how it's all. Um, I also have the D eight because apart. I'm going to use So this one first power. clash, you still want um, to do well. Um, great. Ooh, wow, that was kind of terrible. Uh, hold I on. I believe in you. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, so that is a seven and a five is a I thirteen take it back and don't believe me. <laughs> plus a three on the D four, so sixteen. Okay. So the bull's strife is 11, so you've succeeded there, but we'll come back to that in a second. Ah, hell, yes. Uh, did I divvy out the glory points to Callis and Andrula from the last? No, I don't have any marked, no. Uh, so, Callis, uh, you earned 13 points of glory, and Andrula, you got six for you to revel in as you approach this this final conflict. Uh, so Thax, you got a high number. What was your number again, Thax? Uh, 16. 16, yes, thank you. 16, yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay, so Thax, you have chosen to take upon the bull. What of the other heroes, Callus, you will have to pay pathos to um, enter this contest and each of these contests? So we either attack the bull or we try to subterfuge to release the chains. Yes. Can we see the siren by any chance? The siren is in effectively plain sight, sat upon a pillar. However, the bull is very much in a guardian role, and uh, it tells me, so I will tell you because it's only fair, that the guardian, sorry, the bull of Tamisos acting in a guardian role, none may interfere with the siren without contesting the bull first. So you can 
try and that's why it's phrased as mm -hmm. subtitude or guile and in these ones you are free to choose which domain you want to use so you can play to your character's strengths and gang up on one or the other it's entirely down to you uh, but fax has made their declaration yeah 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 i i too shall enter in battle against the bull singing again one of my ancient old songs I strike out with my curved blade, standing side by side with Thaxton, ready to die if need be, because let's face it, I'm not, like, not going to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mark a pathos right now. <clears throat> so I, Callus the Blood-Limbed, will add more scars to my body. Son of Hecate, loved by Apollo, I shall fight and fight and fight until there is no tomorrow because I made that rhyme before. Why not again? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a six and a five. That's an 11. So it matches. So you just, just have uh, enough in the tank. Uh, have you marked pathos? I have. Yeah. Two pathos marked. And you, Andrula, how do you act in this moment of uh, setting the battlefield? Would I be able to engage the siren with the guile, or does we have to deal with the bull before moving on to the siren? The way it's phrased is you can't physically attack, but maybe you can get the siren to change their song or influence the bull in some way. So this initial conflict is to establish whether you have a dominant stance, a positioning ready to make the next attack. Um, so potentially what you're trying to earn here mechanically is advantage, so another D10 to roll. Okay, so I mean, if possible, I would like to use Guile on the Siren uh, to almost, like, usurp her song. I want to start harmonizing and then, like, try to subtly influence the song. Okay, so which which domain are you trying to use for that? Uh, I think that will be Arts and Oration. All right. Uh, yep, you make up your dice pool, and I will make up the sirens. Okay, cool. So uh, as I as I leave the bowl more or less to Thax and Callus, I will kind of you know step off to the side and just assume like choir posture, uh, oh. and begin singing. You know, I and Drula many weighed, uh, descendant of Athena, favored by Hera, would be honored to join you, beautiful siren, in your song. Now that is a catchy tune. The siren also has a strife of eleven. Okay, uh, and since I and I can invoke a god for the the when I invoke a god, is that just like the one d four divine favor, or is that the d twelve? I don't know the difference. The d twelve. Do you have a bond with a god? Are you child to a god? Yes. So you can spend that bond by asking them to bolster you, block mm. harm or fate for you, or follow your lead, um, and then you get a d twelve. Your name, um, yeah, they're D12 name type, but you can only use yes. that once. Okay, yes, so I'll right. save that and then I'll just use one of my favors from Hera. All right, okay, so that's a 16. Uh, 16 is enough. So we will start with with um, the showdown with the bull before we come back to, to you, Andrew. So, Callus, you have uh, placed yourself alongside Thax ready to strike how is it you maneuver yourself to get to gain this advantage you have earned i start singing a loud boisterous tune distracting the bull from its own attack as i follow in 
Faxon's every quick step. Every single time a second would snap by, allowing a strike of a, a strike of a the weapon was a hammer that he's wielding the the, the, the bull. Sure, mm. let's say it was a hammer. Every, every second that it allows yeah, strike of a hammer, there is instead a blade blocking uh the weapon. I'm not attempting to strike down the bull myself, for I know that that is hopeless as far as I am concerned. <laughs> but I will do what I can to keep my friend, my fellow hero, and my crew safe. Okay. Uh, facts. Uh, with Callis uh, intercepting the bull's warhammer, holding it in position, how is it you position yourself to earn the advantage here in this initial opening of this conflict? I get behind him. Um, I I do a cool slide underneath his legs as he's currently engaged with Callus and get behind him, which leaves him open to more attacks. All right. Callus, uh, you take six points of glory, and Thax, you take 11. Andrula. Cool. Go on. Um, my glory's full. <laughs> um, do I just... Do I, is that all the way both lines? Do I just fill it up as far as wow, I can, or does do I get uh, something? Well, one of us has been see like the best <laughs> every single test they've entered to. Fair one, to be fair. <laughs> you don't think we didn't notice that the one test one of us won was the one test you stood out of? Uh, no, I mean, oh, entered into, yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, so what what you can do here is tick the little 40 box next to your character sheet and in theory rub them back but you can just keep adding them up as and we'll, we'll see who comes out as the most glorious hero i think we have an inkling <laughs> as uh, as we get to the end and who will have their songs sung in the various halls and uh, yeah celebrations when you eventually get home if when same thing uh, Andrula, while the bull has been tied up, allowing Kalis and Thax to, to gain an advantage moving into the, the next part of this conflict, how is it you influence the siren? Yeah, I, I, I will start kind of harmonizing and following her lead. But then, you know, every time there's a loud clang of the weapons clashing, uh, I'll take that opportunity to change the pitch, change a note, and just kind of start usurping her melody against her. Okay. Uh, you also take 11 points of glory as you uh, win this conflict initially. A, a, a conflict of minds and voices. With everybody seemingly positioned, you have each earned 1d10 of advantage. However, Thax and Callis the Bull begins to make its move as the Warhammer begins to stress down against uh, your weapon callus and the chains begin to rattle i need you each of you two to decide whether you're going to seize the opportunity and strike at the bull or with the chains rattling you will defend and save the souls on the ship so you must make a decision whether to seize the initiative or defend the interests of the greater good uh i will pull back and defend the greater good i don't know about you Thaxon. Uh, I, hold on, I was gonna, I was going to take the initiative, and then I see Talus doing it, and think about all of the other challenges Talus has gone through. 
and the fact that they're probably like half starving and i'm gonna also help defend the crew <laughs> you choose to help them because you're like no that that dude's not gonna win <laughs> Buddy system. Buddy system. I'm sure, not going to say that. that. <laughs> I'm going to be like, yes, we'll defend it together. We are stronger as one than divided, but but, but also... Yeah, we know. We know, we know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as you move to defend, and we will begin with the defenders, we will move on to you in a moment, Andrew. The ball, using it, its powerful muscles, the bone armor almost uses the chains for advantage as it sort of brings one down to give momentum as the Warhammer comes round. As this does, the, the labyrinth walls begin to shake, weave and move. Uh, so to overcome this and defend the boat, you will be up against a strife number. If I've got the right dice, I need a d10. Yeah. Uh, you get a d10 advantage because you overcame that initial conflict. A 12 against the bull's actions and threat against uh, the boat. Uh, please state your name and which of your domains and your deeds you would like to use. And any divine favors you have left. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go. I'll go. Callus the Bloodlimbed shall use craft and reason <laughs> to attempt to defeat um, the impending doom against our poor sailors. I will call upon the mother goddess Hera to lead the way as I attempt to find something that can go into one of the chain links and simply break the chain. I mean, they're out of man time, but sure, you can give it a go. You know what? <laughs> it's not like I was very successful before anyways. Why break the trance? Why not? Why not? Uh, the D10 got a 10 plus a 5 on craft and reason. And uh, that's an 18 total because of the three on the D4. Nice. Thank you. Very nice. The chosen one. <laughs> uh -huh. Make sure you mark Pathos, Callis, uh, as your deeds are strong, but your body begins to tire. Yes. Uh, hmm. Um, I... Fax is going to try and pull the chains out of his hand. Um, out of out of the bull's hands, um, <laughs> uh, I think using uh yeah hold on um using ow. I'm okay. Uh, Thaxton steps forward and and leaps up and um as they're reaching towards these chains, goes I Thaxton uh I Thax quick step of thick limb uh uh <laughs> call upon uh my father Hermes to uh. Watch out for my ass as I do this really reckless thing. Um, and using blood and valor, I'm going to try and pull the chains away. You called upon your father to watch your ass. To, to watch over my ass. To watch over my dumb ass. Yes. Um, okay. So that's the 10. That is an 8 for blood and valor. And then the 2d6 plus the 4. Uh, the D4, because I called about Hermes, because I can't use the D12 anymore. Um, boy, howdy. Uh, ooh! Uh, an 8 and an 8 is a 16, and then on the D4, that's a 2, so an 18 total. An 18? 
and the pair of you need to roll your name die to see who comes out on top as the the most glorious of um, heroes, okay. should we say? And that's just a yeah. d6, right? Just your name die, which is a d6. Whoever oh. gets the highest gets the glory. I uh, I got a six. So did I. <laughs> All right, roll again. Oh jeez! All right, one more time. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, he did a six again. <laughs> wow. They're just meant to share the glory. Jesus. Okay, wait. Well, let's change dice. Let's change D6s. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's my other D6. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. I kid you not. I shit you not. <laughs> I got a D6 again. How are we tying three times in a row? That should not be... Okay. I have a third. I have a yeah, third. I'm going to pull out my third too. I'll tell you what, if, <laughs> if it happens again, you both get in full glory because I don't think that's statistically possible. It's it's meant to be. It is. Don't question oh. the dice. All right, you ready? Yep. Okay. I got another six. I got a five. Yes! Finally! Oh, that feels so good. All right, so... Callis, your tired frame uh, takes 12 points of glory. Thanks, you are narrowly beaten out by Callis's actions to take only six. I mean, I'm still fine with that. I mean, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I am glad I helped. <laughs> well, let's find out how. Uh, so, that was just to work out who was going to speak first. <laughs> so, uh, thanks with the... I won't say lower result, but with the the the, the secondary outcome, mm. the silver medal, as it were. Uh, oh, oh, I think that's worse. <laughs> uh, I think I grab onto these chains um, and pull as hard as I can, and it sort of like kind of knocks the the bull a little bit off balance a little bit more to try and give more of an opportunity uh, for Callus to then swoop in. Mm. And with this positioning, with Thax's help from Hermes, did remember. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, uh, with Hermes, I think I like, I do like a flying leap and like yank down on the chains with all of my body weight, which is quite a lot. Um, uh, considering I'm Thaxton the thick limbed, um, and just yank down, um, and my feet touch the ground, and it's enough to like knock the ball a little bit off balance nice callus describe how you take advantage uh in the defense of the ship with uh thax's quick step and actions i mean because thax grabbed the chain with both hands i have the perfect thing to try and break the chains i take the haft of the um the hammer and yes i put it right through the adamantine chain and snap it i snap the chains freeing the ship and a call thanks upon Hera. Uh, you can cause damage to them. Snapping gigantic, unbreakable <laughs> chains might be... Fine, fine. I I use the twisting motion to break it free out of the bull's grass. Nice. All right. So while this is happening across from you, uh, Andrula, are you going to seize the opportunity against the Siren? Or are you going to defend uh, yourself and others from falling victim to the siren song. Uh, I will seize the initiative and try to overcome the siren. 
All right, uh, the siren. D8, D8, D10, D6, D8, D8, D10, D6. So I will lower that to a four. Is a uh, has a strife of twelve. Okay, cool. Uh, I've lowered the strife number because of. I'll just explain. I've, I've lowered the strife number by one because of the the work that Fax and Callis have had on the Minotaur. The Sirens' attention potentially divided slightly, uh, giving you a slightly better, slightly better chance of seizing this opportunity cool uh and is she still far away from me atop the pillar mm-hmm. at this moment in time yes okay definitely want to seize the initiative i'm just trying to think of how to overcome the siren at this point well you're trying to effectively stop her from singing uh so defending you would potentially sort of i don't know get everyone to stick mud in their ears or you can seize the initiative and attack her directly trying to interrupt the song uh yeah i, I will attack her directly yeah, no problem. It's all good. Uh, so am I am I able to attack her directly, or is the guardian effect from the minotaur is still standing? The the minotaur is currently tied up. Again, pun kind of intended. Uh, dealing with the chains that Fax and Callis have dealt with. So, however you choose to interpret in, interpret interrupting the song or another of the the sirens' actions, uh, this is your your opportunity to to tell us just how heroic. Andrew Lewis. All right, perfect. Yeah, uh, uh, I would like to keep up the charade of the song while getting closer to the pillar. And when I think I've I've found a decent spot, I would like to rush her with my uh, double-sided axe. All right, uh, please do. The the strife uh, to achieve that aim is 12. This seems like the perfect time to use that <laughs> deity connection. So uh, as I... You know, break my facade and rush her. Uh, I will call out. Uh, I and Jula, the many way daughter of Athena, call on my mother's protection to, uh, you know, safeguard me as I lay this beast. I will say just before you roll, there is one last battle after this, uh, the finale. So you've you gained advantage. You can carry that advantage. Oh, into I this did gain advantage. One d ten to to help you seize the initiative and then there will be a final finale showdown involving the three of you and these antagonists so you may want to save your divine and just use your 1d10 advantage in this situation i will thank you for the reminder i forgot about the d10 that's all right math 15 15 is enough so describe uh you get yourself 12 points of glory but describe uh how it is you use your axe to disrupt the song I'm gonna swing right for the head, and then uh, I, I assume it's either interrupted because I connect, or the siren has to dodge in some manner. Maybe it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. However, because you chose C's, and because you won uh, that conflict, you, Andrew, will get to choose the domain of the of the finale. So whatever plays into your strength to give you the best chance of putting this whole situation to bed one way or another. Perfect, right on. So, yes, with uh, Callis and Thax defending the ship, making sure that uh, the movement of the chains does not cause the walls of the labyrinth to, to effectively crush the ship uh, and put the uh, the bull of Timisos, uh off from its defending, you seize the initiative and deflect 
and interrupt the siren song. This leads us into the, the finale, the conclusion. Does your group come out on top? Or do the uh, the bull and the siren regain control, dooming you and the ship to forever be lost? Another set of names lost within the labyrinth. We shall find out. Uh, and it is you, Andrew, to choose which domain is your favourite domain to roll against or roll with uh, in this finale. Uh, I think both of these fights are going to end in uh, violence, so I think I'll go Blood and Valor. All right. Uh, I will roll Strife for both, and you can choose who attacks what and does who, what, where, and why. So the to face down and overcome the bull, it is a 12. And to overcome the siren, it is a 14. Heroes, champions, legends in the making. Well, I think one of you is legendary already. Legends in the making. <laughs> Who of you yeah. will step forward and take part in this finale? Who will prove your worth here in the labyrinth? I will. That's what I... Uh, I'm already knee-dip in this tango. i got to finish the dance. Nice. (laughs) All right. Uh, Please tell me who you are and who you are going up against so I can adjudicate appropriately. Um, If I didn't say it before, Andrew, you you were given 12 points of glory for that as well. I note that down. Thank you. I'm cut. Uh, Go ahead. ahead. uh, No, if you want to go. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) <laughs> you go Fax alright I am Faxton Quitstep thick limbed call upon a specific god <laughs> um, call upon uh, our lady Hera um, to provide me with the cunning needed to outwit the cunning I need to outwit this bull uh, and and defeat it. Um, uh, I think I think with the chains pulled from the ship, I want to try and lead the the bull in a a wonderful dance around the ring and try to get it tied up in its own chains. Um, uh, um, and like uh, m- more by kind of. Um, using my hammer and sort of bullying it into into constantly retreating mm. and backing up over itself and over these chains and around and between until it it becomes tied uh, and tired within its own um, because of its own making. So that is I'm going to use blood and valor for okay. that. Uh, then two d six plus the d four from Hera. Hera. Uh, that's an eight and a five, uh, which is Two. thirteen plus a three on the dice, so sixteen. Nice. All right. Who else steps forward uh, and opposes these challenges in here in the finale? Callus, bloody-limbed son of Hecate, beloved by Apollo, returner of names, fighter and savior of that boat whose name I've forgotten. <laughs> All these things shall use craft and reason because I see what Thaxton is doing and I know there is one way to defeat a bull and that is to get it to charge at you and simply step out of the way just in time. So, let's uh, 
give this a go. 2d6, 1d8, 8d... Oh, and I shall call upon Ares for his experience in battle making. Nice. How best shall I trick this bull? Do I have a d10 from last time? I don't, right? Uh, no. I think we used it. That's 6 and a and a 4. 18. Mm. Again. Finally, you start to show up to the party. Nice, nice. Thank you, Dice. Make sure you mark uh, some pathos there, Callus, as your body tires. Yeah. Next, I shall mark agony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this will be the conclusion one way or another. So we'll deal with the bull first, and then we'll go across to see how triumphant, unless, Andrew, you want to partake in, in disrupting the bull, or if you want to stay with the siren. Uh, no, I, I've made this dance intimate, so I, I will let them have their fun with the bull. <laughs> uh, so, with the siren now open to you, having maneuvered yourself and seized the initiative to interrupt the siren's song, are you looking to finish the job? I am indeed. I, Andrula, the many Wade, will utilize blood and valor and call upon the protection of my mother Athena uh, to shield me as I take the final blow. And just to add a little oomph to the swing, I will call upon my favor from Aphrodite, because I'm sure she sympathizes with the fact that I will not allow anyone to encroach on my title of most attractive in the immediate vicinity. Hmm. Happy with that. Uh, the strife you are looking to overcome is 14. 19. Wow. I, I locked out with Whoa. a 12 on the D12, otherwise this would have been bad. Oh, wait, I have to add the, the D4. This might be, like, oh. bad shit. Oh. Oh. 20. A dirty 20. Nice. Hey, I think that's the highest anyone has actually ever rolled in this yep. game. I think that's right. Hell to be yeah. fair, it's only two okay. more than the 18s y'all keep rolling, so... Oh, yeah. But still. Uh, so, Andrula, describe how you dispatch the siren. I, I think, uh, you know, she probably reels back after that first failed swing, and I think I'm just going to use the momentum uh, to carry me forward and just kind of, you know, do, do do a little twirl and kind of use the, the backhand swing to to drop the curtain on the siren song. Nice. As the siren falls silent through your, uh, by your hand, did we resolve Callus's actions? Uh... No, you know, I don't think we did. So, Andrula, as you strike the final blow, silencing the siren, the bull, now disorientated, been twisted by the actions of, of Thrax, um, moving in and around the battlefield. Callus, describe the, the closing action to deal with the bull of Timisos. Uh The bull's disoriented, running around, especially by Thax. And then I stand there. I open my arms wide, one hand still holding my sword, and I say, I am Callus, son of Hecate. Face me, bull. Face me. And as the bull charges, I step out of the way and slice my, my sword through his neck. Nice. As the beast, for want of a better description, is felled to your blade. Uh, Callus, you earn yourself 12 points of glory. I'm not sure that will recover your situation. Thax, 6, and Andrula, 
uh, 14 for yourself. Because hero, All right. yeah, because heroes, you not only won the finale, resoundingly so, but also Andrula won the seas. You have overcome the strife, the walls the bull was supporting with these chains, these adamantine chains you fought so valiantly to damage. Um, drop the walls into this sort of fairly shallow water, opening out the landscape now as uh, all you see before you is these obsidian slabs laid down, sinking into the, the water. The siren, fallen from their perch, sings no more. But who was the most glorious among you? Let's find out. If you wouldn't mind adding up and regaling us with just how glory-filled and successful you were on this island. Do y'all want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, 62. 62 for Andrula. I, I, Fax, now I want to see how much I've lost, but if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, I actually got 42. What? You must have had more than that. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Well, you did, you did sit the one um, out. Did I did sit one out. Hmm. Well... Uh, uh, unless I missed maybe you missed the last one. six. Uh oh, you're right. I did. So it'd be forty eight. Uh, apparently though. I... Oh, excuse me, fifty eight. Wow, I can do math. That's that's ten. That's fifty. Yes, thank you, thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, if one person should fade into memory today, it will be Callus. For if glory mm. wasn't number. He would have gotten a fifty-one. Oh, <laughs> so close yet so far. Story mm -hmm. of Kels. Truly, your name will be remembered by the fewest, but remembered nonetheless. <laughs> However, the songs of Andrula's successes, trials, and tribulations on the Isle of uh, Tamissos shall be passed down through the generations as you board what's left of your ship clear the island and away into the mists that envelop you once again. I would like to say thank you uh, for playing uh, Aegon with me uh, and helping me learn the rules. Uh, I'd like to mm -hmm. once again say thank you, but invite each of you to, again, tell us who you are in the real world and uh, where we can find you on social media, please. Start with start with Cole this time, we'll do it reverse order. Uh, yeah, hi, my name is Cole Burkhart, my pronouns are he and him. Um, I am a voice actor, audio producer, sensitivity consultant, and a whole bunch of other things. You can find me on Twitter at King Cole Miner, and you can find all of the work that I do at coleburkhart.card.co. And you can find my show, Ritual 6, on Twitter at Ritual 6 or at ritual6.card.co. Yep, that's it. Uh, oh, I I have been called. I've been Velvet, uh, <laughs> Diablo Enthusiast, and Uncili Wunderkind. Please address me as such. I use favorite pronouns. And you can find me pretty much everywhere on the interwebs at OG Brown Sugar, uh, mainly Twitter and Twitch right now. I'm an actor, voice artist, writer, and variety streamer. You can also find me on the Stories of a Broken Sun and Flight Risk podcasts. Hey, my name is Jordan Lee. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me online on the interwebs at Werewolf Feels. I'm a, I'm a man who likes to wear a lot of hats. That's a lie. I don't usually like wearing them, but I will wear them nonetheless. I'm a tabletop writer, cultural consultant, sensitivity consultant, 
AP player, uh, tabletop organizer, and of course, podcaster. You can find all those projects listed on my card, NordenAliqadir.card.co, uh, uh, or you can just follow me on Twitter and see all the things I'm connected to. Remember to check out Missing Annie Lee, Musafir's podcast, and Ritual 6 to hear more of my admittedly okay voice. Uh, normally, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me out, okay. Uh-huh. You can cut you can cut that call out out, but this is me call saying. No, no, no. No, no. Do shut not. I do I dare you not to cut that one out. <laughs> I deserve it. And I'm Adam. I've been your strife player for this game of Aegon. You can find me on the Snyder's Return tabletop role-playing game interview and actual play podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder. We're also on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Uh, you can also find us in the Beholder to No One Dindy podcast and on the Awfully Queer Heroes uh, podcast as well. So come and check them out and go and support them too. Uh, I'd like to say one last huge thank you to my guests for playing uh, the John Harper and Sean Littner TTRPG Aegon and for the fantastic team at the International Podcast Month. Uh, I hope to see you out there in uh, in the podcast world The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Grelly. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event, and you can even buy our team members a coffee. Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month. Celebrating creators, sharing listeners.